Is them seats back there in the regular airplane, that's hard for you to get in, I bet, ain't it? Yeah, well, it really depends. So, uh, flew out to Houston on a uh, United flight, um, and I sat in the regular business class, which is okay. Uh, now, hold on a minute. You got, I know you, when you get on the plane, you got first class right there. Then big seats. Most planes. You spread out. Most planes, you got a first class section. Yeah. Then the next one, is that business class? It's business. What's different about it? Um, they go three wide instead of two. What first class two wide, business class goes three wide, and they're bigger, you know, fluffier seats. Ah. And then after that, you got uh, economy Egemo. coach. Yeah, yeah, Egemo section. Yeah, and that is basically just the like lawn chairs with bungee cords holding them in. Gotcha. Pretty much, and those are real narrow, and I don't do that. I'm not. If somebody not booked built, me, you, you I start say you're just not a narrow person. No, if somebody booked me a flight and they said, "Hey, we got you economy," I'd say, uh, "I'll take a different flight and not be an economy." So sorry you wasted your money, <laughs> but not doing that. So I uh, flew out there on a United in a in a business section and uh, thought we were going to luck up and not have nobody sitting between me and my coworker. No sir, it's not how they do it. They pack them things full. So we had a Spaniard fella, Spaniard, uh, yeah, old Spaniard gentleman who sat down between us and didn't speak a lot of English. How could you tell he was Spaniard? Did he have one of them little hat painter hats on, you know, low underpants hat turned no, backwards? He had a uh, baseball hat of like a made-up team. Oh, didn't say Spain on it. No, which is something that I would probably wear. Uh, and uh, you could just, if you got a good look at him, you could tell he's not from around here, you know. Did he, did he smell like mustard by chance or any of that? Don't Spaniards smell, like, smell like mustard a little bit? Uh, I don't know if they smell like mustard. This guy kind of smelled like dirt <laughs> and like uh, outdoors, like sun Outdoorsy dirt. dirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Outdoor dirt is what he yeah. smelled like. Yeah. Um, so we had a fine ride out there, and then coming back was better because I booked my own ticket you know and so all they had left on that flight was first class that's all they had left yeah well you do what you got so <laughs> you took one for the company didn't you well i think the ticket to go out there was like 311 dollars, and that was just a random business seat or whatever well ticket home i decided well I'm, i gotta be out here for a week so i'm gonna get home as efficiently and as comfortably as possible so the ticket home was like three hundred and seventy bucks or something like that. So I was but you like, in first class. You paid yeah. sixty dollars for a Cuba Libra. Pretty much without the line. With no line, yeah. So I uh, sit down and they are we're having to wait because they haven't catered the plane yet, which basically means on that short of a flight, we ain't got no fresh ice and drinks yet. So we're sitting there waiting to for them to bring in the fresh stuff and that lady's like hey you want a drink and i was like yeah sure that's you know whatever so i get me one and <laughs> sound like you yeah. you want a drink well sure whatever yeah well, well sir and, you only uh, got the one <laughs> sir we get ready to go in church oh whatever whatever yeah <laughs> we got time we're early and so uh and i thought the whole day i was checking the little seat map and nobody had booked that seat beside me i was like oh it's gonna be nice i'm gonna be able to now figure out how to get around out. this armrest and so, uh, as I am sitting there waiting on my drink, a little tiny, small, uh, I don't, he's not, he wasn't tiny, he was, no, he was, uh, very thin. He probably weighed 79 pounds or something. 
Was he Ethiopian? Nope, little white fella. No, and, uh, he, <laughs> white fella he did. He sat down next to me, and he wanted to chit-chat a little bit, and so I obliged, you know, before we got in the air. Cause well, we, let me get I, this right. This little 79-pound fella, and you was talking. Were y'all talking about food by chance? Mm-mm. Okay. No. <laughs> That's my fault. Just wondering. He, he don't seem to be about that life. <laughs> and uh, so we, we chat a little bit, and he's, you know, asking me what I do, and I'm like, I talk to you until we get in the air, and then I put these headphones in, and I shut the fuck up. So, uh so I asked him what he did. He's a defense analyst or a, some kind of analyst for the DOJ. And I'm like, oh, you fancy. DOJ? Yeah. I said, I'm selling shit. I'm not you doing what you're doing. But he's he looks like he might have made that up because he's not dressed appropriately for that. But it is 830 at night, so I'm sure he's off the clock. Whatever. So he tells me that his uh, fiance is a flight attendant. I'm like, oh, cool, cool. You know, that's that's cool. And, I said, uh, which airline? He said, American. I said, oh, she on this flight? He said, no, no, uh, my fiance is in Atlanta, and that's where I'm going to um, meet up, and then we're going to fly back home together on uh, on my fiance's flight. And I said, oh, cool, cool. I don't think shit about it. You know, I don't one one don't care. You know, two, let's get this thing in the air so I can get home. Three, I don't care. You know, again. <laughs> And uh, so I'm sitting there. I put my headphones in. We get in the air, and he's texting, you know, and I'm thinking, oh, he got the Wi-Fi package. And uh, I was a little jealous. I was like, <laughs> maybe share that hotspot with me, fam, so I can watch some TV. And so he's texting, and then he, puts, he gets his phone, and he uh, lays it on the armrest right here. And the picture on the back of my phone is a uh, like a black screen with some colors. Hmm. You know, the picture on the back of his phone is him and another dude smiling real big. And I was like, ah, that's why he didn't say yeah. my, uh, yeah, I'm going to meet her or she and I are going to. And I was like, gay. <laughs> but it didn't bother me. Didn't try to molest me or nothing. So <laughs> I was fine. You know, we made it. And then his, then his dude, fucking idiot, he goes, uh, man, I don't want to piss you off, but I, I didn't pay for this flight. I said, you didn't? He said, nah, they had a, you know, they had a couple of available seats and my fiance got me hooked up on this. So I got to Atlanta and meet my fiance and we could fly back together. I was like, oh, that's cool. So I didn't want to tell you and piss you off. I said, well, a couple of things. You could have just not told me. You know, one. You did tell me now. Uh, two. Second, don't give a damn. Yeah. I don't care. And three. Because I didn't pay for it either. I didn't pay for it either. My company did. So <laughs> we're cool, brother. So it was a good flight. Getting the rental car afterwards was kind of a nightmare, but that's a longer story that's not really funny at all. Yeah. I mean, I bought Getting a rental car is usually not. Yeah, a rental car is usually yeah. not a topic of conversation that, you know, you yeah. really want to go. The bigger issue was is I had to walk two and a half miles to get to the damn thing because the train wasn't running. So it was a. Anyway, I, the do trip have, happened. I do have one rental car. I may have told this on here before, but Mm-mm. I'll tell it again. Yeah, tell it right now. <clears throat> You know, they used to race every Labor Day down mm-hmm. in Darlington. Yeah, yeah. There for a long time, the race was actually on Labor Day on Monday. But, of course, they moved it back to Sunday, and the, the crew I was on, you know, we did the Saturday race stuff. But anyway, if, for people that don't know, some, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, they decided <clears throat> that it was just too damn hot to race in Darlington to race on Labor Day. Huh. 
So they and it were, was hot. I'll yeah, say it's that. hotter oh, than yeah. the hinges on the gates of hell. What I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they decided to move the race on Labor Day to New Hampshire, California, which seems like it's going to be hot. We got off the plane that first year they went to California. Mm-hmm. Went to the rental car place and on the big little, I guess it's LEDs or lighted sign out front there at the rental car, a hundred and eleven degrees. Yeah. Mm. And I'm thinking, this didn't work out quite like y'all planned it. Should have went to New Hampshire. Right. But no, they moved it to California where it was hotter than the hubs on a hell wagon. Yeah. Well, funny that you mentioned that because I let my coworkers set this trip up, right, for me to go to Dallas and Houston and Tulsa. And so I was like, he's like, hey, I'm going to figure out a week for us to go. I'm like, cool, whatever. Don't care. Do it. And so he says, we're going this week. I'm like, cool. So we get our flights, get our hotels, get our whatever, you know. And we get out there and we land in Houston. And we landed at 8 o'clock Monday morning. It was 94 degrees at 8 o'clock in the morning. I'd have got back straight on that plane. <laughs> Take me back. And... <clears throat> So no, thought, you just said, give me another one of them rummy coats. Yeah, right? yeah that's what I was <laughs> so saying I before thought, I get off. <laughs> well, all right, maybe it'll, you know, maybe we're on the tail end of the hot streak. No, 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 no. <laughs> tail end of the hot streak. Yeah, we were on the face end of it because yeah. it was, we went to Waco one day and I was watching the news before I got out of bed and got ready and it said, uh, uh, high today is 101. The heat index is 120. I text my coworkers I was traveling with. I was like, hey, guys, y'all do it without me today. I'm going to stay in bed. They say it's going to be 120 degrees outside. I'm not built for that. I ain't doing that. Mm-mm. I'm hot too, watching the news. Yeah, I got too much body for that. I'm not. <laughs> nah. But we did it, and as soon as I walked out of the hotel, I was sweating. I was like, it's 8 o'clock in the morning. I'm already sweating. This is not going to be a good day. Uh, but it happened, did the trip, it was good, got to see some sights, got to, uh... What kind of sights? Well... You see the Alamo? No. Mm. Uh, you know what, maybe I didn't get to see sights. I got to see, like, interstate. <laughs> Lots of quality interstate. Mm-hmm. I got, I got to, uh... What else did I see? I saw the inside of a Bucky's, which you kind of have to. Uh, especially when was you're it in a Texas. big super duper bucky oh yeah 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 yeah. they don't speaking of bucky you know you know we got bucky. one coming to anderson i i can confirm that we got one coming to anderson do we have one coming to anderson where at yeah where's it gonna be interstate uh, which eggs oh now that uh it's the one let me think uh what the name of it might be uh, well you know where the last qt is at yeah. The last QT. No, yeah. I don't know. Well, from if you're going from Greenville to Georgia, the last QT, that exit right there, between that exit and the next two exits. So that'd be, it ain't River Road. It's on back down that way a little bit. I can't think of the name of it. Well, I don't know. There's 80, 81 comes out there on exit 21. Yeah, that's what it is, exit 21. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's 21. Yeah, they're putting it right there. Mm-hmm. It's going to be nice. I mean, it's going to be a pain in the ass, but it's also going to be nice. Well, they, no, it's, it's, it ain't going to be a pain in the ass. 
Well, they're going to cut their own. Yeah, exit. they cut their, their own roads. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, it'll be fine. We did. We went to the Bucky's and uh, I got some snacks and I got a T-shirt for somebody at the office. Did you use a buggy to do your shopping? Or we no, was no, with no, you no, when no, you no. did that, Kay. No, I did it again this time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so in other words, you went to Texas to go to Bucky's. Pretty much, yeah. That was one of the highlights of the trip. Went to a really fancy Mexican restaurant for some reason. A fancy Mexican restaurant. Yeah, I don't even know how you have it. It was like tablecloths and folded damn accoutrements, cutlery. You know, <laughs> folded cutlery. You yeah. Had. <laughs> and uh, so, but that, it was a good trip. I got to see. Uh, I saw Dabo at the airport in Dallas on the way back. What was Dabo doing in Dallas? No idea. Had a child with him. Hope it was his. I mean, I assume it <laughs> he was. He was out recruiting children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I chatted with him for a second, and uh, he. He remembered you. If he didn't remember me, he sold it well like he did. You know, once I gave him the groundwork of how we met and how I knew him, he was like, uh, how you doing? He's like, yeah, I remember. He's like, how's your dad? I was like, holy shit, he might actually remember me. But I'm alive, so he kind of knew I had a dad. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of not, you know. But anyway, uh, and then I saw a very unique site in the airport. Uh, I was what well, uh, unique to who? The airport or you? Probably unique to everyone, honestly, because this is is it's rare to see this out in the wild, like Earth. <laughs> out in the wild, he says. What'd uh, you see out in the wild at the airport? I was waiting to board my plane, so I was in line, just kind of people watching, because I can see over everybody, you know. And uh, I was looking, and I kind of glanced back this way, and I saw something caught my eye. And I said, "Whoa, those are monks." Monks. I saw not two, monkeys. Monks. No, I saw two monks just hoofing through the airport. With they, their sticks, you know, in they a suitcase. They wasn't kumbaya or nothing? They wasn't doing none of that. They was sticking and carrying luggage. And I thought, holy shit, I've never seen one in real life. This is like a damn shooting star. <laughs> and uh, so now I'm getting excited. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I'm going to go talk to these guys. And then I thought, no, I'm not. <laughs> you know, I'm going to talk to You don't to know monk language, do you? No, well, no one, not that one. <laughs> but two, I'm going to talk to them, and they're going to look at me and go, <laughs> we don't do that you know and then i thought well maybe i can go run over get in front of them get a selfie with them and i thought no that's they might cast a spell on me or something so i'm not doing that cast a spell. so uh a monk spell oh. you know normally what uh what earl would, did you get that selfie or not yeah the next question earl would ask is did you get your phone out and take a picture well i didn't get a selfie but by god i got a picture of them two months two months all right you done good hoofing yeah. it through the airport yeah. you said i got a stick and a luggage they got a yep. staff. Uh, yeah. staff. the bigger issue was though is when they went by and i got that picture i was excited i was like hell yeah earl's gonna be proud i did something and then i got to looking and i was like where my fucking the guy had the same suitcase i did i was like listen here bitch <laughs> Y'all were sharing a suitcase? Uh, no. I thought he stole it first. Uh, you thought got, the monk stole your suitcase? Well, I got kind of worried. I had kind of parked it near me and was, you know, now I'm excited to take a picture of it. Yeah, I thought he's. Got, the monk's got you all tore up. He done, you know, snaked it from me. And so I looked and I was like, no, here's mine. That's the same one. And then I got to thinking, hold on now. I got a lot of questions, you know. <laughs> Just what uh, if? Unfortunately, they're not going to be able to give me a lot of answers because they take that, you know, thing where they're like, hey, we ain't talking no more. So I was looking and I was like, All right, we have the same suitcase. 
I got mine from Walmart. Did this monk roll into a Walmart and get him a suitcase too? Or did someone, you know, bequeath it to him? Or whatever? <laughs> bequeath it. You think he ordered it online and they delivered it up on top of the Himalayan yeah. mountains where he lives at in that cave? Well, that's what you I'm think thinking. Then, Amazon delivered it. Yeah. So that ran through my mind and I'm like, hmm, I wonder if he went to a Walmart and where they had one. And then I got thinking, whoa, how the hell did he get a plane ticket? And what's he doing past security? Yeah. Well, yeah, you're liable to see anything in him. I was waiting. I watched him till I couldn't see him anymore. I was waiting on one of them to pull out their phone and check into their flight. <laughs> and then I was going to be like, now I saw a damn real shooting star. Yeah, a oh, monk yeah. with a cell phone, but he don't talk. What? Can they text? Or is that not allowed? I, I don't know. I haven't been Well, that's not talking. School. I guess they can text. Well, that was what I was thinking. They could probably email and text. Because you know they write. Yeah, they but they just can't verbally... And that's probably way more convenient than writing on a little tiny scroll and putting it on a pigeon's back and just hoping, you know, figure it out a little bit. The thing I didn't know is, in you uh, you taught me, I didn't know the monks didn't talk. How do you even do that? How do you even send a letter by pigeon back and you can't tell the pigeon where to take it? Like, do you write down the address and, and show it to it? them? I, read, just, I never have understood pigeon world. What do you do? How I don't, how do they do any? What are they doing here? <laughs> I have so many questions and not one answer for it. Other than I saw them and I got a picture. Well, I, a pigeon might come in handy because I mailed some paperwork to a friend of mine in Atlanta, Georgia. Monday will be three weeks ago from Still. Westminster to Atlanta. You all just, just drove it out there, Earl. <laughs> I could have walked it out there. <laughs> And been back. Has he gotten it yet? No. 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 Well, this reminds me of that. You said they, like, well, they can't talk. So even if they can read, they can't answer. You I have mean, to write it back. Yeah, Take I mean. point, probably. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of that girl you, you were talking about you knew that was deaf and dumb. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she couldn't do nothing either. I mean. She might have been a monk. She was not a happy monk in that hospital. But I didn't know that monks didn't talk. I they think, don't talk. Mm, I don't know a lot about them, honestly, other than what I've seen in, like, comedy movies. and uh, Indiana Jones. No, I, like, the what's that book that they used to send out to everybody and you'd learn about the world? Encycl not the encyclopedia. National Geographic. Yeah. Yeah, you could see them in there. Well, how would you know they didn't talk? <laughs> Every they won't answer a damn question. Yeah, every movie I've ever seen, they they take what they call a vow of silence, where they're like, "Hey, you know," and I guess they're just tired of it. And that's what you know. What old people should tired maybe talking. consider, yeah, because they do. You got to find old people. Seventy-five, eighty-five. Oh, okay. you know? uh, yeah, we got a long way to go. Yeah, but that, all the monks, so much, but me a long way. All the monks that are old. You know, they're old when they take that vow of silence. I guess some could do it at a younger age, but. You know, you got an old monk who's been creeping around in the kitchen making rice all day. <laughs> he ain't got Fin much to say anyway. Well, finally, yeah. he's just like, all right, it's time for me to take the vow of silence. I believe I'll just shut up. <laughs> I'm not going to talk anymore. <laughs> Starting now. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. And yeah. then the other monk comes in and says, you want some of that? Can't, can't do it. What about when they stub their toe? I bet they start talking then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I bet they use different languages then, too. Mm -hmm. I know I do. Talking tongues. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I use some wild language when I stump my toe. 
But I thought, man, that could have been a damn he could that they could have been famous. That could have been like the world's most famous monk and his you know handler or buddy or whatever. And what, 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 if you're a famous monk, what you famous for? I mean, what's a monk do? Just monking around. Not, I thought all talking the most. Well, I thought oh, I, I really thought that monks they live <clears throat> don't they live way up in the Himalayan well, mountains? Some do. They got their monks <laughs> all over. The and they got a bell they ring for something. <laughs> dinner. It's a dinner bell. Yeah. See, they, it, can't yell. It, they can't yell dinner. So ring that bell. Hadn't they got something they walk by and, and turn it as they go by? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. They walk yeah. by and they set like 10 of them in a row and they go by and they turn them with yeah. their hand. Yeah. What's them things there? Well, I don't know what to call it. I, I, I've seen. Well, oh, like they even got little handheld ones that they just sit there and spin. Oh, like a lazy Susan? <laughs> no. It's a, oh. Yes, yeah, like it's, like it's like a barrel. Cylinder. Barrel, yeah. And you walk by and they touch it and it, it turns all of them, turns it. And, I don't know, it comes around and I don't know if it's got letters. Maybe that's how they spell out their name or something. I don't know. Oh, and Or it abacus. could be number. Oh, what? It's abacus. Ab yeah. Abacus. <laughs> that guy from the Catcher in the Rye movie. <laughs> what was his name? Rye. Rye. <laughs> abacus Finch. <laughs> But yeah, they uh, they were just cruising around through there, and it blew my mind. I was like, Where the, these guys have, what are they doing? What's happening? And well, then the I got big to question would be, where have they been? And, and where, where are, are they, they going? going? Yeah. Because they monks. Yes. I mean, they like they, in a new monk center somewhere. And well, yeah, to, that's right. And they the master ceremonies opened in the new monk center in Dallas. <laughs> yeah. So all the monks from around the world, they 400 monks gathered at this one place. Could be, yeah. Dedicating the, the monk village. How would you know? They can't talk. Well, they yeah, but I wonder if they do that sign language. <laughs> I could just if that's what they were doing. If they were opening up a new monk village in Dallas, like and they were there for the opening ceremonies. Good Ben. You know the news is going to cover it because that's a big deal. You don't have monks just setting up camp locally. Normally. Not four hundred. I mean, anyway. No, but could you imagine the news going out there and then trying to talk to one of them, being like, "Hey, so this is a beautiful facility you guys have built. A lot of grass, a lot of rice, you know, a lot of sand and rakes. Uh, what, uh, you know, how did this all come together?" And the monks just like, <laughs> they're like, "Well, do you have any insight on it?" He's like, they're like. This ain't working. Can you give us any any feedback of how how many monks you think will be here? He's like, <laughs> how many? <laughs> the news reporter's getting all pissed. He's like, so you're just not going to say anything? Monks finally like, <laughs> all right. Well, back to you, Janet. I just got flipped off by a monk, so I'm going to get out of here before shit gets. You know, I'm going to get sideways. out of the village before I get molested. Yeah, before I get my ass beat with all these sticks they're carrying around. <laughs> Do they all know karate? You think or not? Oh yeah, I, I would imagine so. Yeah. What else are they going to learn up there in the top of the Himalayan mountains all day long, every day? And of course, they're going to learn how to do that Filipino stuff. You yeah, know the hajaku. Yeah, hajutsu and that karate and that judo's. I would have loved. I, I wish I'd have talked to them. <laughs> We do too. Yeah, because well, uh, I, I wish you'd have yes. talked. Yeah, talked at them, and yeah. I would like you. You had your phone on so I could see you talking at yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, I should have videoed that, and I should have done it because I could imagine like it's like when they get scared or they don't. It's like kind of like a cat, you know, when you scare a cat real hard and it darts off. You know, monks are different. If you if I rolled up and was like, "Hey, how you guys doing?" 
They'd have just sat down Indian style right there, right on the ground, and just not moved. <laughs> like a fainting goat, so it yeah. didn't fall over. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then they're just sitting there. I'm like, no, 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 it's cool. We keep going to wherever you're going. And they're just sitting there not talking. Uh-uh. But then could have got a little dicey because, uh, you know, if I keep talking and now I'm scaring them, and you see one monk grab a stick and poke the other one, now they're looking at each other and, they think they jump up and whoop your ass. They nod. With a stick. And you see one of them, you know, bust, open up his suitcase and bust out a little little jug or something. And I'm like, oh, damn, that's their secret sauce or whatever. Monk sauce. They got the nunchucks out, too. But it's, the other guy pulls out a lighter, <laughs> and they just hold him up. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I've seen this before. I've seen that fella set himself on fire. I don't want no part of this. Not in the middle of a damn airport. i got to get home. <laughs> and I don't have time for this. You know, and I don't know who to call to get get you put out i don't have a blanket speaking of swimming yeah i mean the the, the what do they call it sequest oh no uh sequence you talking about that submarine yeah oh Something gate uh seagate not seagate Hell, heaven's gate now <laughs> yeah uh what was the name of it Something they found gate. it that was bad lion's gate no that's movies um you know my what about it earl <clears throat> the sound gun imploded on the way down. Well, now listen. Here's my question. Okay, all last week, every day we heard, "Oh, they're gonna run out of air on Wednesday." Tuesday is late, and we can't find. Them. We don't know where they at. We gotta put. Oh, France is joining in the search, and this and that. And then Friday, yesterday, they come out and say, oh, "The Navy heard that. Uh, heard it blow up on the ground there, underwater there. Well, they heard it last Sunday." Mm. They heard a noise. They like Sunday. Know. Well, mm. what other kind of noise you going to have well, over there, Earl? They say the ocean makes all kind of noises. Now, I don't know. I wasn't in the ocean. Well, they, listen, the they were in that little that little tube going down to see the Titanic. Well, first place I'd look around the Titanic. Mm. I'm just saying that's me, mm-hmm. you know. <clears throat> they they talking about the size of Rhode Island where they got the search for No, they don't. Just find the Titanic down there. Go down there near it. And, and come to find out the debris field from when it blew up last Sunday is about uh, 160 feet away from the damn Titanic, believe it or not. They said Who would have thought? Who would have thought that? <laughs> they said they had to search the size of Rhode Island. Yeah. Well, Rhode Island ain't no bigger than Oklahoma County. I don't say you can get across Rhode Island in about 30 minutes, I think. So sounds like somebody didn't really give a damn. Well, see, that's I'm thinking the Navy heard something last Sunday, and they then they told them said we 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 think it was an implosion. Hmm. Well, y'all, who, what what else did you think imploded under there? I mean, well, you know, could you imagine uh, paying oh, a quarter million dollars to go look at the Titanic? I tell you what, I'd do. I'd get on Discovery Channel. I guarantee you they got pictures all mm-hmm. you'd want of the Titanic down there. You ain't got to go down there. They're right there on TV. And you ain't got to pay for them. You, yeah. yeah, you sit on your sofa and we'll look at them. You ain't yeah. got to get in that little it's thing. It's going to cost you about $75 a month to watch all the Titanic footage you want yeah. on your direct TV. Plus, there's a movie about it, too. You yeah. watch a movie. If you really want to know what happened. Uh, yeah, I kept just... And somebody said that they were steering that thing with one of those Xbox controllers right there. <laughs> I got to thinking, okay, I'd have done some investigating before I paid my quarter million. And then when I got there and they're like, all right, put your wetsuit on or whatever. Put your spacesuit on or whatever the hell they were wearing, you know. Or maybe they just went in their street clothes. I got in there and looked and they're like, all right, you guys about ready? You know, put on your seatbelt. Like, Fuck, why? 
And they said, uh, they bust Somebody that out. Somebody hit the green button. Yeah, they yeah. bust that out, and they're like, uh, all right, here we go. They're, whoa, 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 what do you mean, here we go? Whose who turn is it to drive? Yeah, like, what do you mean, here we go? That's from an Xbox. <laughs> they're like, well, this is how we steer. They're like, uh, I don't know about okay. this. Like, yeah, I've played NASCAR games on a TV with an Xbox, but I'm not getting in the ocean and letting you drive me with an Xbox. They're like, Two no, and no, a half miles down. It's fine. They're like, do you even have extra batteries? <laughs> Nope. They're like, good idea. Daniel, we bring some more double A's. <laughs> what the? F- if I went with a buddy, and we paid half a million for the two of us to get, I'd be like, we got to. We, let's get out of here. Let's see if we can get a refund or at least a partial. I wonder so, if it's a couple of them down there, you know, and like you say, they they went down as buddies, but when they got down there and things started to look tense, I wonder what I'm thought. I wonder what, I wonder, I wonder what, what he what tastes if, like. Yeah. Wonder, hmm. Wonder how, what it, oh, if I can fillet him like you do a fish. I mean, what's going to happen? We way down here. I mean, you know. Just starts gnawing on his arm. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? Who's going, Quit it. Who's, I just. Who's going to know? Yeah. She's going south. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we're going to see what's happening. Like, yeah, we're going to be fine. They're going to find us. Don't try to lick me anymore. I was up all night last night, boys. I would I, <clears throat> thinking about the Titanic. <clears throat> couldn't sleep. No, it done blew up. I Navy knew it blew up last Sunday, <laughs> and they strung us along all week. And then Friday they tell us oh, it blew up last Sunday. Yeah. I ha- I was I was having a nightmare, mm. and I had it all night long. It never happened to me. What were you dreaming? You was this I, time? Well, I was dreaming that I was in my truck that going you don't to deliver have. something that somewhere. You and I was way out in the country somewhere. There wasn't nobody around nowhere. Except them two monks come walking by. <laughs> so I'm driving on the old country road down there, and I look over to the right, and there's a fenced-in pasture. And cow. No, they giraffes. And they, the ones I see, they like four or five little baby giraffes. They're not tall yet. <laughs> they can barely see over the fence. You know, but they're all looking over the fence. We call them deer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they all looking over the fence. So, I, of course, I slow down, and I'm looking. What are they looking at? And I see it, and there's a big giraffe, a real big, you know, long dra- long neck giraffe. He's laying there in the field, laid out. And yeah. I'm thinking, well, what's happened to this giraffe? So, I park my truck, and I gets out, and I goes over there to this giraffe. Okay? And, you know... I don't know nothing about giraffes, so I get a stick and I kind of poke, poke him, you know, see if he's going mm-hmm. to get up. Go up to his head, poke him antlers on top of his head, poke him a little bit. And he don't move or nothing. Try to twist him. He don't move. And I, I notice he's got a real long neck. <laughs> a real long neck. Damn a giraffe. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> Dang. He must be the giraffe of all giraffes right here. Look at that neck. But then I realize he's hurt or something. No. I mean, he, he, he ain't breathing. I got to do something. I done jabbed him with a stick four times. Yeah, he's hurt. <laughs> Well, then I realized all them little little giraffes over there looking over the fence. I guess them's these kids or something. I don't know. <laughs> and they looking at me like, help, help, me. help, help. Me. And <laughs> I'm two monks over here to do something. I said, I done poked him with a stick. I don't know what else to do. Yeah. What do you want me to do? I'm not a doctor. So I think to myself, I mean, and this is going on all night. And I'm thinking to myself. Well, I don't know what I'm going to do. I said, on the only thing I know I might can do is give him CPR. Mm. <laughs> so I goes up there and I breathe in his mouth, but then I got to run. <laughs> Casey wakes up. 
<laughs> and try to compress him on the chest way down here in his body. <laughs> so I do this eight or ten times, and then I wake up, and I'm sweating. You give out. Absolutely give out. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So finally, I wakes up this morning, and I, and, I, and I ain't going back to sleep. I'm afraid to. Yeah. I bet I lost ten pounds just running back and forth. Yeah, that's uh and, and and the last thing I remember about this whole dream is all four or five of them little bitty draft looking over at me with them old crocodile eyes looking like, <laughs> Why didn't you do something? Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't you save him? Why you not save him? He's dead. So I hope I sleep better tonight. Well yeah. I wouldn't drink whatever you drank before you went <laughs> mm-hmm. to bed last night tonight. Don't don't do that. Um I figured out this week that uh some you know, they got songs in the world <laughs> dang and uh, like, yeah. that they you talking about they everywhere yeah uh but the most dangerous song i think they ever created was uh a dangerous song black betty by ram jam <laughs> you know because uh that song comes on man and i don't know what it is but well, i you get, got that's right let go of the steering wheel oh i get in the zone and, and i won't even i'll just be singing along you know and i'll turn it all the way up and i did that one day and i was going down uh 123 and it came on and i was like oh yeah you know and it's got the build up like bam bam and i was like ah oh, here we go cranked it up and then when he starts shouting oh black betty you know cruising along next thing i, I looked down i was doing 111 miles an hour i didn't even <laughs> didn't even I, know it yeah no black betty do that i was right. like i gotta turn this off i'm not gonna be able to i'm gonna get a ticket and I'm not going to be able to explain it that I got in the zone with Black Betty and <laughs> me and Black Betty were rolling, babe. Yeah, Ram Jam came on and I lost my shit, you know. <laughs> and then the next song comes on, Fat Bottom Girls. Uh, he did lose it then. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted to tell y'all about a unique uh, instance that happened uh, at the last airport in Dallas. <laughs> two months. No, no, no. no, no, no. Oh. Yeah, sorry. Uh, this was a couple weeks ago, I think. And um, let me find it. I'm going to have to read some of this because I don't remember the exact conversation. But I saved it so I could. Uh... Was you in the conversation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. So every now and then I'll get a random text message. And I'm sure that you do and people that are listening get them as well. And, you know, they're probably like spamming or scamming you, you know, or trying to. And They tell you like, oh, I'm sorry, I got the wrong number or something. Yeah. You didn't get the wrong number. So. Normally, I just go in and click block, so I, they don't they can't message me anymore, and I don't even consider anything. But this time, I got a wild hair, and I said, "You know what? I got time." Yeah, <laughs> I got time. So let's see what happens here. Let's see what they're actually looking for. So I get a random text message that said, "Anissa, I'm Emily. Do you have time tomorrow? Let's do yoga." And I responded, "Damn, I'd love to, but I think you have the wrong number. This is not Anissa." And you don't do yoga. (laughs) Damn sure don't do yoga. (laughs) And they said, sorry, I hope I didn't bother you. I found out I sent the wrong message. I said, no problem at all. Y'all have fun at yoga. (laughs) And I'm thinking, that's probably where it's going to end. You know, if this was a legit wrong number thing, if it's a scammer, they're going to keep going. Well, they kept going. (laughs) Thanks. My name is Emily. May I know your name if you do not mind? I said, I'm sorry, Emily. My identity has been stolen three times, and I'm in witness protection, so I cannot say. (laughs) And Emily says, Emily says, my mistake, uh, this might be fate. My name is Emily. Where are you from? 
So do you not know what witness protection is? <laughs> what part of witness protection do you not understand? I cannot give any pertinent information for fear of my life. Do you want to jeopardize my existence? My God, Emily, get your shit together. <laughs> and then em- she, Emily, said, you are social trash living in the world to waste, ha- waste air. Go to hell, you. <laughs> and then I thought, oh, Emily's foreign. So that is so hurtful. I'm just trying to live. Why must you act this way? <laughs> then Emily turned it up a notch. She said, you go kill yourself now. Said, that is hurtful. I thought we could be friends. I am devastated. And Emily said, then you die quickly, immediately, immediately. <laughs> and I thought, well, now I'm in it. So let's. I said, are you Asian? You know, your texts seem very Oriental. Korean, perhaps, possibly Mongolian, <laughs> even Indonesian. I bow to you in reverence. <laughs> and then I guess Emily thought, oh, well, maybe I do got something going on here. And this is going to, this is where it kind of took a turn. And Emily said, want to try our big dick? <laughs> and I thought, no. <laughs> Emily. <laughs> I, yeah, Emily. <laughs> our? <laughs> Are you like conjoined twins or something? <laughs> I said, what the fuck? I'm going to have to report you. I'm 11. (laughs) And then Emily said, do you like me? And sent this picture. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Is that a white hand? Uh, Yeah, there's a lot of shit going on here. I don't even. I said, oh, my God, are you okay? You look deceased. I'm so sorry for your loss. Then Emily realized, oh, now he's just messing with me. She said, you jump down from your house now. <laughs> I said, any chance you can send me $1,100? I need new uh, school clothes. <laughs> Emily said, you die quickly. I said, please do not text me anymore. I am atop the roof and contemplating my life. Atop the roof. <laughs> so no on that 1100 <laughs> Emily said, you are a waste of life. You will die quickly, right now, immediately, immediately. <laughs> I said, no, on that 1100, I guess. <laughs> That's a hard no. I'm contacting the authorities now to get you signed up for the sex offender registry. Unless, of course, you got 1100 bucks you can send me. <laughs> Emily said, go to hell, you, you, twice. <laughs> Both of us. Yeah. She said an hour earlier about a unit, so... I said, your face is very horrendous. I believe you are dead. I must report you for sex offenses against a child unless you can send me that $1,100. She said, you die now. I hate your life. I'm like, okay. I said, I feel sorry for your mother. I'll give you one last chance for redemption. Send me $1,100 immediately and I will not report you for nefarious acts with your dead ass. <laughs> and then so Emily when are y'all meeting Emily didn't respond anymore and uh and you ain't got 1100 bucks so. I don't have $1100 and I reported her to the authorities I told them hey this is a I feel like she's trying to lure a child into sex acts she apparently has a penis and uh she is not uh, she looks like she's been deceased for about seven or eight years. Well, along with this, Earl, so. would you sell your boat if it came down to it? <laughs> yes. Uh, send her a text uh, and a picture of Earl's boat and tell her 
for a sale that more boat. Yeah. <laughs> I'll float you this boat <laughs> and get you off the whatever tiny island you're on. And uh, you give me $1,100, we'll call it a day. I won't report you. Yeah, Emily was, uh, she was not doing well. And the funny part is, is like, I'm not going to post the screenshots, but that's a legit conversation with a scammer. And then I got to thinking, well, that was fun. You know, I had time. She probably has my identity. Somebody's probably using my name and likeness in Indonesia right now. They're probably going up to a bar trying to get them a damn beer, and they're like, where's your ID? And they show a picture of me, and it looks like that. <laughs> and I'm like, hmm. So I would not recommend doing that, but it was fun while it lasted. Until she started like trying to have sex, and I was like, uh, he, she, or whatever it was. She might be one of them transverse dots. Yeah. I so, Earl no. No, I thought <laughs> I thought I'd give her a pass and try to let her get out of this, you know, and eventually it was gonna come to money. She was gonna ask for some money. Oh yeah. You so just thought, beat her to the draw. Ma'am. Boy, I damn Now she was on defense about that money. I was like that little donkey horse thing that used to wear that cowboy hat and had that weird accent cartoon, you know what I'm talking about? No. He had the <laughs> pistols and shit in his pocket. You know what I'm talking about? Thought, yeah. What's Something his name? Uh, no. Huh. It was a horse. It was like a little white horse who had a cowboy hat, and he was real quick. Quick draw McGraw? Yeah. That was him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He was a horse, wasn't he? <laughs> he was a horse. <laughs> you know, I guess in his previous life he yeah, might have been. He was a horse. What are you talking about? Quick draw um, McGraw. Yeah, quick draw McGraw. Hell yeah, he was a little horse. What are you talking about? <laughs> the horse. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, that's him, yeah. yeah. That was me to Emily. I was like, 1100. <laughs> <laughs>